just as an aside, it's been fascinating watching um, what's happening in Canadian politics. In a serious blow to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, a second member of his cabinet has resigned, saying she had lost confidence in how the government had dealt with an escalating political scandal. In a nutshell, Trudeau and his top aides are accused of pressuring former Justice Minister Jody Wilson-Raybaud to go easy on the prosecution of a major engineering company, SNC-Lavalin Group. With the latest, I'm joined from Toronto by freelance journalist Laura McQuillan. A very good morning or good evening to you, Laura. Good evening to you, Kerry, or good morning also. So... What what is the problem? Why was pressure just for people who haven't caught up with the story? Why was people why was pressure brought to bear that prosecutions not be made against the company? Yeah, sure. I I'll just um, preface this by saying it's a really long story, but I'll make it nice and short for you. So SNC Lavalin is a huge engineering company over here. It's based in the province of Quebec, which is where Montreal is. And the company does work internationally as well. They've had contracts in countries like Libya, and that's actually where this problem began for them. They're accused of paying bribes to the Libyan government when Muammar Gaddafi, the dictator there, was still in charge, but also of defrauding Libyan companies. But the charges they're facing are here in Canada. And if they were to be convicted of those charges of corruption and fraud, that would mean they couldn't get Canadian federal government contracts, which would be a big issue not just for Canada's government trying to award those contracts, but also for the company, of course, taking a hit to its bottom line, and it has 9,000 employees. So there are some concerns about layoffs. So it all stems back to those charges. And how the government comes into this is, well, this is a huge company. Imagine a company like Fletcher Building, for instance. We're talking that potentially even bigger. And so it's a, a company that's facing potential strife over this. The government, uh, essentially, what is being alleged here is trying to get it a plea deal that would get it off the hook on those charges a slap on the risk, it could keep getting those government contracts. And that would be politically convenient for Justin Trudeau because he is, in fact, an MP from Quebec. There's an election later this year. You can kind of see how things are stacking up there. And so the allegation is that he and his government officials were trying to pressure the Attorney General to get that plea deal, and she didn't want to. She was pushing back, but she says the pressure was incessant. And, in fact, last month she got demoted out of that job and there's a lot of uh, strong speculation that it's because she was pushing back on that plea deal request. You can understand the political pragmatism behind behind a desire for a plea bargain, but bringing pressure to bear on the on the justice minister is a bit grim. Yeah, it is. I mean, in terms of the pragmatism, yeah, you can see why this would be politically convenient for the government. Not just that election later this year, and Quebec being a really important province for the Liberals, which is Justin Trudeau's party, and for him as an MP that's from that province. But also, uh, pretty recently, there was a provincial election there as well, and so they were kind of worried that this might play into the votes there. So mm. politically pragmatic, yes, uh, for sure. But one point to note as well, I think, is that in terms of public perceptions, I think it's only just that the public's kind of catching on to this now. It's one of those issues where it is a little difficult to get people interested in it you know it's not that sexier topic and pressure on the attorney general what does that really mean in the eyes of the public um so it is one of those stories where you can imagine a prime minister says to their attorney general their justice minister hey this would be good for us if we could make this happen but you do also expect to see an attorney general you know stand up Mm. independently and make that judicial decision 
So it's, it's kind of a tricky one, really, I guess. Um, mm. And you, you can kind of imagine it playing out, not just in Canada, but anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Now, he's lost his best mate and his chief advisor over this, hasn't he? He has. A man called Jerry Butts, who resigned uh, over the saga, not long after the former Attorney General resigned as a Cabinet Minister, but Jerry Butts actually saying he did nothing wrong. He's one of the people that's accused of putting all this pressure on Jody Wilson-Raybould. But he says he didn't do that. He says everything was above board. That's the same message that we're hearing out of Justin Trudeau. You know, he and his ministers, his advisors, all singing from the same song sheet on this. They're saying it's just really a difference of opinion over what happened, but that they did nothing wrong and they were just trying to save jobs if they did anything at all. Still, right-hand man has stepped down and we're expecting to hear more from him this week. He's going to be appearing before a committee, a parliamentary committee here that's investigating this whole saga. So it's this week is um, another week of kind of preparing the popcorn to wait and see what comes out next. Right. So as you say, there's an election coming up this year. Is it going to do any material harm to Justin Trudeau's chances. He's lost two ministers and his chief advisor, but as you say, the public aren't getting exercised about it yet. Yeah, I I think it's very much a case of wait and see. There's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and that election in October, but in the meantime, as I mentioned, there's that Justice Committee investigation. Canada's Ethics Commissioner is also investigating this. They might come out with a kind of a ruling on it in between as well. And also the opposition here, the Conservative Party, is calling for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police to launch an investigation too. We don't know if that's going to happen yet either. But I think uh, as the noise continues and as these hearings continue, there will be more public consciousness as well. Yeah. Uh, and of course, in Quebec, they'll be watching this closely. It's a big company. It's very important for them. So certainly there it may have a bearing on voters. Thank you so much, Laura. I imagine it won't be the last time we talk with you. That is Laura McQuillan, who is a freelance journalist in Canada.